Hello. Hi. Uh, I'm Lindsay. Uh, I'm Brianna. And this is... Uh, Gone, Gone with, with the, the Windies. Windies. So welcome back to our little podcast. Yes, welcome back and we hope you enjoy our new intro music. Oh yeah. It's pretty... Oh, sorry about that sound. That was my mic. It's pretty just chill, lo-fi beat. I think would be some words to describe it. I think they probably got that based on listening to it. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, we figured it was time for a change. So Brianna looked for some nice royalty-free music, found that little number, plopped it in. Mm -hmm. And here we are with new, new intro music. But yeah. You know what's funny, though? What? I'm pretty sure since we don't have ads or anything, we don't technically need to use royalty-free music. Like, I don't think we'd get... Really? I don't think so. I don't think we'd get flagged. But, like, I don't even on, like, YouTube, if you use music, if you didn't pay for it, even if you don't have ads or anything. Hmm. I don't know how copyright law works, but... Me either. Oh, well. Anyway, it's royalty-free, so we're safe for when we get those big sponsors and then we start to make money on the podcast. Yeah, so welcome to the podcast. So starting off our little introduction, where we talk about all the things we're doing, reading, watching, listening to right now, we'll start with books. So Brianna, take it away. Yeah. Same one. Yeah, same one. I don't think I read it out all this week. I did renew it from Hoopla, and I did go ahead and check out another book because it came off hold for me on Libby. Haven't started that one either. Which one is that? Um, it's called Cleopatra and Frankenstein. Hmm. I don't have no idea what it's about. I don't nice. know when I placed it on hold, but okay, that's the only update I have. Although I do feel like once I... I'm going to talk about this hobby later because mm-hmm. that's what this episode is about, but yeah. I've been kind of knitting obsessively lately. Right. Once I finish this project, I think that I'll have more time for reading, but I'm also planning on starting another project, so... We'll see. We'll see if I ever read again in my life. I might just knit all my days away right. from here on out. Okay. We'll see. What are you reading, Lindsay? Um, well, this past week, I actually finished The Book Thief. Congrats. Thank you. Thoughts? It was really, really good. Yeah. Really sad. Mm-hmm. It was like a no question five star for me, even though it took me forever to read it. But it was like really good. Yeah. So I couldn't not give it five stars. um also like got so involved with the characters i think dragging it out also gets me like more involved in the characters because you're like if you feel like you've been with them for longer yeah um but yeah so that book is really good would highly recommend obviously it's not like a new book that no one's heard of but it's really good and then i finally finished the secret life of bees which I started reading because I bought it at a thrift store because I just like bees. So I was like, oh, that's cute. Like, I'll just get this book. And I'm like, it's like an author that's well-known, Sumon Kid. It's like, whatever, a New York Times bestseller. And it took me literally months to read. Like, I'm pretty sure I started like three or four months ago and just like would read a little bit and stop and then read a little bit and then stop. And then I'm I just pretty had sure it. you started it like a year ago. No. We were at Sefton and you were reading it. I have a picture of you there. And that was in, like, May. Yeah, but I started it and then put it back on my shelf. Oh. Because I read, like, 10 pages and didn't want to read it. Okay. And then I actually started reading it, like, a couple months ago. Gotcha. Speaking of, I'm pretty sure Sefton reopened. Remember how they closed for a few months? No. No? Okay. Nice. Yeah. Good to know. Sefton is a coffee shop in Richmond. Slay. Um, But, yeah, so finally finished that. Uh... I don't care about it at all. Like, literally, I, I should have just DNF'd it. Like, I don't know why. I just, I, I cannot not finish books. Like, I have to finish them, even if I don't really like them that much. And, like, I wanted to know what was happening, I guess. But I, like, I don't know. I really had to force myself to read it. But it was, like, pretty short, so it wasn't that big of a deal. But anyway, yeah, I think I gave it, like, three stars. It was fine. Okay. Um, Word. But, yeah, that's that. Right now, I'm actually reading So You Want to Talk About Race, which is, like, obviously a book about talking about race, but <laughs> I'm only, like, 50 pages into it, so I haven't gone very far. Mm-hmm. That's one of the books that was on my shelf that I was just, like, let's full send. Let's freaking do it, so. Exciting. Exciting. Yeah. Important stuff. What about TV shows, movies? TV shows. Well, we last night started Outer Banks, because that has come out now, the third season, which is very exciting. 
Um, so I'm excited for us to just absolutely binge that this week. Yeah. I have still just been watching The Office here and there. What season are you on now? Four? Five. Five. Yeah. Wow. Um, You're getting to the end of, like, the actual show. Yeah. I I think I only watched the eight seasons because the ninth one is, like, weird and not. Yeah. Not it. Yeah, so we'll see. But that's been going fine. Maybe I'm thinking of Scrubs. Hold on. Never mind. You you should watch all seasons of The Office. It doesn't yeah. really matter. I was probably going to because I didn't really know what you were talking about. Okay. I was completely misremembering it. I was getting Scrubs confused with The Office. Oh, perfect. People didn't like the last season of The Office for a different reason. It wasn't like... Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway. Uh, yeah. So I'm watching that. And then we, every so often, are watching Abbott Elementary, which we just remembered this morning. Um... We are a few episodes behind, though, so we have to catch up on that. And then, yes. obviously, The Last of Us. It is currently Sunday. <gasps> oh, my gosh. I didn't even... I know. I didn't even think about I that. Oh. So, when you were listening to this sometime this week, we will have already watched the newest episode. But, oh, I'm so excited. I'm so that excited. Just, oh, my goodness. Yeah. I'm going to, like, put down my knitting for that. Like, I'm yeah, going to be duh. locked in. Yeah. Of course. Mm-hmm. So... I think we're on episode seven this week, and there's only nine. So next week is the second to last, mm-hmm. the final one. So we got to, Holy moly. so sad. Oh. I can't wait to rewatch it. I will probably rewatch the whole thing and binge it immediately after it finishes. Even yeah. though I've already seen the first two episodes twice. I've seen the fifth episode twice. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, um, anyway. Yeah. Any other TV shows or movies you've been? No. Okay. That same, is same, all. Same. Well, I've been really into YouTube recently. Yeah, talk about that. Yeah, so the since I've been back into knitting, the person that I bought this pattern from, Sally Dar Griffin, um, has been posting a lot more on YouTube than she used to. She's I don't really understand her life because she like was a content creator full time on like TikTok and YouTube, and then she kind of stopped. But then she's back doing it again. I don't know if it's like her main source of income, but she's been posting a lot. Like, I think she posted four vlogs this week, which is just. I mean, they're like 15 to 20 minute vlogs. She edits them really well. I'm impressed with the amount of things she's posting. But anyways, I got back into that because I wanted something to watch while I was knitting and like wouldn't need to fully pay attention to and like miss any plot. But, and also it's comforting to watch her because I love watching her knit. Like, I don't know, there's just something, it's inspiring to me because she does it so fast and she just knows what she's doing and she's able to write these patterns and I find that so impressive and something to aspire to. So that's why I started watching her. And it's just like, I don't know, I don't really want to commit to another show right now. Yeah. I kind of like just having the shows that I watch with you and not really having anything on my own to work towards, especially because there's like these books I want to be reading and it just it just feels like there's only so much time that I can devote to certain things. Yeah. I feel like TV shows and, like, books and hobbies and whatever, it's, like, it's uh, always an ebb and flow. Yeah. Like, right now, I'm watching The Office, so I'm, like, not reading quite as much because I have that to watch, but I'm also, like, not so invested in it that I'm, like, done with it in a week, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I feel that. But, yeah, Brianna has finally found a comfort YouTuber because I've been watching YouTube for, like, years now, Mm -hmm. like, found people, like, influencers, content creators that I enjoy watching, and, like, now that I know them, I just love watching their vlogs, and she, the other day, she was like, it's just so fun to, like, watch her, like, even if she's, like, doing nothing, just, like, going about her business, I'm like, yeah, Brianna, we've been knew that, like, that's what, I mean, it's just, I think what's different about it is I, the only other YouTuber I've ever really become obsessed with is Emma Chamberlain, yeah, and, Obviously, when I was watching that in 2020, her life was not accessible. She's like... Oh, yeah. She was so rich. Yeah. And, like, I'm sure Sally Dar has money, but it's just, like, nice watching her make a bagel at home and yeah. not, like, Uber Eatsing everything and just things like that. Yeah. I feel like you're... Yeah, I guess your only comparison is Emma Chamberlain because that's the only one you would watch. Yeah. So that makes sense. Before, like... Or, uh, and prior to that, it was like Andrea Russett and right. I don't even like remember. I've just gone with, I've gone through such weird phases with YouTube. Yeah. Oh, and Troy Sivan. I was like an OG Troy Sivan YouTube watcher. Wow. Just saying, it's it's crazy. Just saying. Yeah. No, that is crazy. You know what? I, but you know what I mean. I I'm not trying to mean. be annoying. It's I know. just it's, it's I do crazy. Yeah. That era of YouTube was something else. Didn't yeah. you watch Zoella? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was kind of the intro. But now it's like, 
the other like clump of YouTubers. Like if you are on TikTok, the free people trip that just happened where they all went to Mexico, that was like all over my free page. What? And those are like YouTubers I watch, like Hannah Maloche and like Ellie Thuman and stuff. Oh, okay. People you probably don't know. I've never Lexi heard of Lexi Hidalgo, you heard of her? Yeah, I've heard of her. Yeah. She's not a YouTuber. Well, kind of. She posts sometimes, but mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, um, but yeah, just yeah. like I love watching them just like get their little coffees, <laughs> do their little errands. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. It's nice. Uh, grocery store items. Yeah. So this week we can talk about Aldi Funyuns. Mm-hmm. So Aldi <laughs> had fake Funyuns and the chip brands at Aldi are so hit or miss. Like they either have chips that are like the best chips you've ever had in your life and have so much flavor or they taste like cardboard and they have no flavor. So it's like very hard to know. It's like definitely a risk every time you go. You just like don't know what you're going to get. So if you try a new chip from Aldi, who knows what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. But these ones, the Funyuns, are actually, in my opinion, better than Funyuns because they have like more flavor to them. Yeah. So I would definitely recommend if you shop at Aldi that you get the like, if you like Funyuns, you get the like Aldi brand version of Funyuns. It's Clancy's, I think. Sure. Yeah. So the, the brand to avoid, in our opinion, and they don't have it every time, but our most disappointing Aldi purchase was these cheese puffs yeah. by the brand Why Pay More. Or no, that it was wasn't like... the brand. That it was, was the like, slogan. Wasn't it in Spanish? I don't know what the brand it was. It started with a P. I don't know. But yeah, their slogan was Why Pay More. Yeah. So I kind of just generally avoid all the things that are like <laughs> puffed puffed corn or like supposed to be like cheetos because i just assume they're going to be bad yeah but the sour cream and cheese like ridges oh, chips are yeah. really good the parmesan and garlic pita chips are really good the roasted garlic waffle chips are oh really good. yeah you love that and parmesan but right don't eat too many because they give you really weird poops <laughs> so just watch out for that um but that might you- just be you though True, but know. if you eat like a normal amount, you're fine. I just but you would like eat like a whole bag, bag right? Yeah. yeah. So that's why. So I have to just control myself, which is good, honestly, for portion control. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, I would always eat too much, feel horrible, and then mm-hmm. feel horrible. Anyway. Right. Um, yeah, so that's grocery store items. That's Aldi chip re- re- recap, I guess mm-hmm. you could say, or review. Um, and then lastly, recipes we've been loving. Is there any like new recipes that we... Not really... I feel like there's been a resurgence of the feta pasta. Yeah. Because yeah. we were making that a lot for a while, and then we kind of fell off yeah. of it, but we've been making that more now. Other than that, like twice I mean, yeah, months. but like that's more than we had yeah. made it in the past few months. Yeah. I don't know. So yeah, if you're not familiar, you basically just bake onions, garlic, tomatoes, and then you put the feta in the middle, and then you stir it all together and put on pasta. So it's like very simple. It's just like roasted veggies and feta, um, but yeah. it's very very quick and easy mm-hmm. and it's got a lot of flavor from the feta obviously yeah and i just roasted vegetables just every time are so, so good. good even like roasted tomatoes roasted onions roasted garlic it's all so good all so good but yeah one recipe i'm excited to make again is the tortellini soup recipe but with gnocchi Ooh. because we got oh, that gnocchi yeah, today from yeah. aldi um and aldi finally had veggie stock back yeah. There were there was about a month there where every time I would go, it was just beef and chicken. Um, which yeah. I know it's not their fault, but every time I was like, cool, no stock yeah. for me. Yeah, they did not have a lot of veggie stock. Yeah, but now <clears> they we do. We actually recently have made a shared note on our phone that's called Rotation. <laughs> and that is a list of all of the recipes that we like to make. And we make the same stuff like pretty much over and over again but like every like month maybe so we don't have the same thing every week but we'll like have the same like five or six recipes on repeat and so i was like why don't we actually write them down so that every time we like try a new recipe that's like easy or quick or we like it a lot we can just throw it on there and throw it on the rotation yeah throw it on the rotation and then just actually remember to make it again so on our rotation currently is chickpea Caesar salads, which I made. I literally just made roasted chickpeas and added them to like a pre-made Caesar salad mix from Aldi. And it was really good. Salmon bowls, which I think we've talked about. A recipe for vegan chickpea curry, lentil spinach curry, lentil dal, and then also tortellini soup, potato leek soup, 
and then black bean tacos, which I think we may have talked about because we like we talked them. about how it didn't work. Yeah, super okay, well. Yeah, I think um, we should try again. I think we should too with the shishito peppers. No, no. I was gonna ask if that would be a good use for them. No, I, I want to just make them the way that I was gonna make them, and then okay. maybe next week I can talk about that on the podcast. If oh, it works. okay. If I Sorry, I didn't mean to give that's a spoiler. That's okay. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I'm. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, chickpea sweet potato topped with eggs. Did we talk about this? I don't think so. Okay, so one time we had roasted chickpeas and roasted sweet potatoes that were left over in like a little Tupperware in the fridge. And I was like, why don't I just do like a hash type of situation with that and then put eggs on top and then cover it up, you know? Kind of like shakshuka vibes where you like put the eggs in the little thing and then you cook it. So I did that with the sweet potato and the chickpeas. And then I also added some spinach and... That might have been it, actually. Avocado. Yeah, but that's after. Oh, okay. So, yeah, cook all that and then, like, make it in a pan. You cook it in a pan. (laughs) Saute it is what I'm trying to say. Sorry, I'm, like, getting really distracted. There's, like, people outside in the parking lot, and I keep looking at them. Anyway, um, so you saute it in a pan, and then after that, you, like, kind of spread it out and make little divots, and then crack your eggs in, and then put the top on, and then it just, like, steams the eggs so they get cooked, but then the inside's still runny. And then you serve it on a plate. And then I put Parmesan on top. And then I mash some avocado and serve on the side. So I can, like, kind of dip, you know, like, get a little spoonful and then add a little avocado on it. And it just, like, hit different. Like, in a way, I did not expect it to hit. And so I've made that, like, two or three times since. And it's just, like, it's very simple. We always, like, have all the ingredients. Like, and you can also just, like, air fry some sweet potatoes. That's what I did, too, mm. when we didn't have any leftover. I just air fried some and it was like, took like five minutes maybe. So like by the time my onions and garlic were done cooking, my sweet potatoes were ready to add. So anyway, that's some, that's our current rotation. So mm. we'll see if we come up with other stuff that <laughs> we need to add to the rotation. But uh, do you have anything else to add? Anything? To the rotation? To the, no, to the intro. Um, I could just share a little about my knitting. Yeah, please. Yeah. So I've been working on this sweater pattern for like, almost two months now and took me a while of not doing anything about it to get motivated to do it again so basically I knit like about half the back panel in January and then didn't do it until like this past week this past week finished the back panel front panel collar sewed it together because I'm just like so obsessed with it and can't stop thinking about it all the time which I guess is just what happens with me I need to I'm just all in or I'm not there at all. So yeah. that's fun. But I'm pretty proud of it. Um, I, it's, there's so many mistakes that I won't tell you about. But just know it's not perfect at all. And I've learned a lot, which is nice. Because for me, I need to make mistakes in order to learn lessons. That's the dumbest thing I've ever said, of course. <laughs> but like, but truly, no, that's. I yes. like I like learning by that experience, and I feel like it's serving me for my yeah. next knitting project. So the fun fact that is science, as someone who right. literally got a master's degree in learning. Yes, <laughs> this is, yes. Mm-hmm. But yes, agree. But yes, agree. Um, so my sweater says flop era. Um, if you want to follow Sally Dar, she's SDG Knits on Instagram. And I just think that's a funny phrase flop era but it's also like I'm kind of slaying because I just made this whole sweater out of five sheens of yarn like that's crazy it didn't exist before now it does um the home stretch I will say is kind of defeating me it's just like I've learned so much and I have done so much that it just I'm frustrated with how long the sleeves are taking because it's not even hard at this point like I know exactly what I'm doing it's just taking forever um but I'm about a little less than halfway done with the first sleeve, and then I will do the second sleeve, and then I'll be done. So I think I'll definitely finish this week, and then my next knitting project I want to start is I got invited to a Harry Styles birthday party, Harry Styles themed birthday party, and I really want to knit a sweater vest that says "Little Freak," and I want it to be like watermelon colors in honor of Harry. So I think I want like the body of the sweater to be pink and then the ribbing to be red or not red no 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 no. I don't know why I said red green like a watermelon and then I can wear my watermelon earrings with it too um 
but yeah, that's all. That's all about knitting, but it's just been really fun to have this to do and I can just feel it becoming easier and I love to see that. And it's also just so satisfying to see the progress and um, to just know that I need that. It's also a good thing for you like to be able to do at work. Yes. Because you can just kind of like sit there and like zone out and like do your knitting while you're like waiting for people to contact you. Yeah, because that's literally just my job is sitting around waiting for people to reach out to me. So So it like keeps your hands busy instead of just like sitting there. Yes, instead of scrolling. Or like watching stuff. Yeah. 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 So I love that for you. That's all. I'm proud. Knitting is hard. It's also like learning a new skill like that without someone there to show you exactly how to do it is really hard. Mm-hmm. So props. Thank you. Kudos. To I you. have my knitting friend coming over tomorrow and I'm hoping that she can like, provide some insight. Yeah. Cause there's a few mistakes that I made that I'm so confused about how I made them. Yeah. And I want her to just look at it and diagnose it if she can. Yeah. Troubleshooting, I feel like is the hardest part with crafts. Like mm-hmm. you can know exactly how to do what you're supposed to do. But then when you come to a problem, how do you solve it? That's yes. the hardest part. Like I remember when I was doing embroidery in high school, mm-hmm. like when my yarn would, or my um, thread would not, mm-hmm. Like, figuring out why it knotted or how to get that out. Or, like, if it didn't go in the right place, like, figuring out how to, like, undo it and make it right. Yeah. That's the most frustrating part. Because it's, like, I mean, obviously, you're going to make mistakes and things like that are going to happen. But you're, like, I just don't know how to fix this. And when you teach yourself how to do something, it's, like, you don't have someone that you can just be, like, hey, what the heck happened? How do I fix this? Or whatever. Yeah. That's why our sewing machine's broken. Because I just, like, have troubleshooted on it so many times that I'm just, like, sick of it. Yeah. So I, like, tried a little bit and then just, like, gave up. I was, like, screw this. I don't even care. Fair enough, honestly. Yeah. But it's hard. Yeah. But I do, I did just get a pair of jeans that I kind of want to darn at the back so that they get a little bit smaller Mm -hmm. because they're a little bit too big, but it won't happen anytime soon. (laughs) Not with the sewing machine anyway. Yeah. Unless we call someone to come repair it, I guess we could do that, but. True. I feel like I'm not adult enough to like call someone to come and repair something. (laughs) I wonder how expensive that is. Yeah. I feel like it wouldn't be that bad because like. It depends. It It's probably a very quick fix. I just, like, mm-hmm. don't know anything about sewing machines, you know? Yeah. It just feels... It doesn't feel like a broken problem. It feels like a, I don't know how to fix the problem. It's probably very fixable by me, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, anyway. I get that. Yeah. No, but I totally relate to what you were saying about the embroidery thing. Like, that's happened to me so many times. Yeah. Where, and I've... I kind of understand the mechanics of knitting better now that I know how to, like, go back a few stitches. Like, that all makes sense to me, but... Yeah. There are other things where I'm just like, I don't, I don't yeah. understand why I have more stitches here. Well, I guess I made a mistake, but I'm like, this is so, I don't understand. Yeah. And I love, there's like a few episodes, not episodes, um, vlogs that Sally Dar did where you watch her like realize that she did too many stitches or too few stitches and just like pulls the entire sleeve out. That was crazy to watch. I was like, oh, my heart's breaking for you. Yeah. Um, but I'm like, wow, she just knows yeah, like mechanically how to make all these things work yeah. correctly. That's wild. Yeah, it's very impressive. Mm-hmm. Any type of skill like that. That's how I feel about crochet. Because mm. I'm like, I just don't, it just doesn't make sense in my brain. Wait, like, have I you know, crocheted before? Uh, yeah, Erica taught me when oh, I was in Colorado, okay. but I just made like a headband. But mm-hmm. when people make like little animals out of crochet or like they make tops out of crochet, like, yeah, out of cro- I don't think that's proper phrasing, <laughs> but whatever. Like, I'm just so impressed. Cause it's like, I don't, you know what I mean? Like yeah. what? Like, it's not, it's not like a rectangle plus another rectangle. It's like these weird little flowery shapes that they mm-hmm. like connect all together. And it's like, it doesn't look, I don't know. Yeah. I don't feel like explaining myself. No, I know what you mean, though. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, wild. Yeah. Well, that being said... Speaking of hobbies... Speaking of hobbies... And such. Right. Why don't you introduce our episode today? I would love to. Thank you for handing me the mic. Um, so this week... Sorry. I just blacked out for a second. Of course. Um, this week, we're going to be talking about getting out of a funk or... Getting your groove back, if you will. Um, And by that, we just kind of mean if you are going through a season of life. I hate that I just said season. You do. um, We'll keep it in. It's fine. Where, I don't know, you're just like not 100% 
yourself or you're just not feeling it, it being life. We just want to offer some suggestions. And this is not to say that we feel this way all the time and do these things all the time. That would be ridiculous to suggest. Um, But I guess these are just ways that I have kept us motivated to make small changes in our lives in the past few years. Um, so yeah, I mean, take everything with a grain of salt, but this is just our, just our two cents. Was that good? Sure. Any, any notes? Well, yeah. One note, just addition, not a note. Okay. Because I don't necessarily, the things I'm going to say are more of just like a like day to day funk, not like, right. Oh, I'm like very depressed. Like I don't have any insight into that. Um, but I mean just more of like, if you wake up one day and you're just like not feeling your best, or if it's been like a week or two and you're just kind of like not really feeling yourself, or if you're like going through something in your life that is just like causing you to not do the things you normally do. And so you're kind of feeling down because of it, or you just like, you know, sometimes you just kind of feel like you're just like experiencing life and like life is happening to you and you're kind of just like going through the motions. Mm -hmm. This is kind of tips to like get out of that and like. I don't know. I feel like just like have maybe a better experience, not necessarily like tips for getting out of depression. Cause I don't, I can't yes. really speak to that, That's but a great for note me, it's more of just like day to day or if a funk being like, maybe you're feeling a little bit anxious, like that kind of happens to me sometimes, or you're just like, you don't feel the same like motivation for stuff that you normally do. So mm-hmm. I feel like that's kind of the angle I'm coming from where just like, sometimes I wake up and I'm just kind of like, meh, you know? Yeah. So like, how can we, maybe turn that around. And that's not necessarily always what you need to do. Like sometimes you just need to sit and experience those emotions and that's totally fair. Or like talk about what you're feeling with somebody. Like that's also like obviously a really great thing to do. But for me personally, I'm talking about like little times where I'm just like not feeling my best. So like what are some small things I can do just to make myself feel better? Not like pulling myself out of a massive depression. I don't have experience with that. So I won't speak to that. I love that you said that, and I also echo that. Okay. We're not mental health professionals. No. We're not diagnosing you. We're just saying, hey, here's how to maybe get out of a little funk. Yeah. You just wake up some days, you're not feeling your best, so here's how to to make it better. (laughs) Perhaps. Or if you, like, there's also times, not even, like, where I'm not in a funk. I'm just, like, kind of living life and doing the things I'm doing, but I'm just, like, how can I like level up my experience. You know what I mean? Like how do I just like make every day like a little bit better? Yeah. Yeah. And if you've ever read the book Atomic Habits, which I'm like halfway through it, I haven't finished it. Actually, I might be like two chapters in. I don't know. I have not read very much of it, but it just talks about how like life is like the little tiny things. Like every little tiny thing will make a difference if you do it over the course of a long period of time. Mm-hmm. So like the example they gave in the book was like the French like biking team or something. Um, they literally like went to the effort to improve every aspect of their trading by like a really small margin. Mm-hmm. Like they were like, let's get just the best biking suit. Let's get the best tires. Let's make sure we get the hotels with the best mattresses. Let's make sure we get the waters that have the most hydration or like whatever you know and so like they improved all of the aspects of their lives by like the smallest margin that you'd be like that's not going to make a difference but then because all of it together it made a huge difference yeah so it's like that is kind of what i'm kind of coming from like just like doing little tiny things every day that over the course of time will make you just feel a little bit better yeah yeah, so that's the angle I'm coming from. But Atomic Habits, I would definitely recommend it. I have not finished it yet, but it's a wonderful book. It has a lot of great tips on realistic, sustainable ways to make habits, which I think is the hardest thing is you're just like, oh, let me start doing a habit. And it's like, okay, no, you need to sit there and think about how you can make it actually work for you. Mm-hmm. Like, I think the reason people stop doing their New Year's resolutions is because they're like, I want to change five things about my life immediately and then it's you burn out because you do it for a week and then you're like oh my god that's way too hard if you say how about I go to the gym once a week 
then that starts to feel easy. And then you're like, okay, maybe I go to the gym twice a week now, if that's what your like goal is or whatever, you know? So it's like slowly adding on these little things that will make a big difference over time, Mm -hmm. which is much more impactful than going to the gym every day for a month and then stopping altogether. Yeah. Anyway, uh, tips for getting out of a funk slash getting your groove back slash (laughs) just feeling happy things to do to make yourself feel happy. Oh, you have a long list. I have, I just started thinking about a lot of stuff and added a lot of stuff. It's not like I don't have like 20 like specific things to do. Right. It was just more of like all the things I was thinking about when we started to talk about this. Mm -hmm. So can I start? Cause my very first one is like kind of important. Um, acknowledge that you're in a funk, I think is the biggest thing. Like there's a lot of days where I'll like wake up and be happy to just sit in like the emotions that I'm feeling and that's fine. But then if you, once you actually decide, excuse me, sir, once you actually like decide and acknowledge that you're kind of feeling that way and maybe it's been that way for like a couple of weeks now or just a few days now, you're like, okay, now let me just accept myself for this. It's not a bad thing. There's nothing wrong with that. That's just how you've been feeling. Mm-hmm. So now let's acknowledge that. And then if you want to make a change, like now is the time to kind of figure out how to make a change. Step one is to just acknowledge that you're in a funk and accept it as it is. Don't look at it as a bad thing because that's just mm-hmm. like, the way you're feeling is not good or bad. It just is, it is how it is. That's not like, let's not make it a positive or a negative thing. It's just, that's how it is. Mm-hmm. So once you acknowledge that you're maybe feeling that way and decide that you kind of want to take a step to make yourself feel a different way, then we can move forward from that. Yeah. Okay. That was my first thing. You can go. Love that. One of the things I have on my list is kind of funny because I don't actually do it, but I think that it is important and I do want to be better at doing it. It's to get out of bed at your first alarm or just the idea of keeping a promise to yourself. Yeah. Any promise. It can be, it can be that example of getting out of bed at your first alarm, like saying, I'm going to wake up at this time and then actually doing that. Or it can be something different, like I'm going to go for a walk at this time. And I think setting a specific time for those things is very important too, because then you can think like it's not just this amorphous blob of something you might do does that make sense idea yes it's like it's actually you're you're making the plans to yes actionable thank you i'm struggling to put words no no i know exactly what you mean that's yeah yeah yeah. that's like what i was saying before with like when you start thinking about habits that you want to implement it's like okay i want to do this okay well how are you going to actually make that happen in your life Mm. like for an example for us that we've been doing this year is doing yoga. Mm-hmm. So we started with yoga with Adrian's like January yoga thing. And then we've actually just continued it through February. We just are doing the one that she had last year. But anyway, so we've been doing it every day. And the only way we've done that is because every single day, as soon as I get home from work, I change into my yoga clothes and we set out our yoga mats and we do yoga together. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, because we said, okay, we're going to do yoga every day. As soon as Lindsay gets back from work, like that's just the known understanding that we have now. Yeah. And like, that's how we've been able to do it. It's not like, oh, we should do yoga more. Yeah. It's like, and we're going to do it at it. this time. Yeah. And if we know that one of us isn't going to be there, like we'll figure out, we yeah. tell each other that yeah. so that we know, okay, if you like, you can do it a different time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that same thing with like keeping a promise to yourself, like that's so important. I think that's how you build confidence too, is like yeah. telling yourself you're going to do something and actually showing up for yourself. Yeah. And like, Adrian says that a lot in our yoga practices. She'll be like, you came here, you showed up. The hardest part is showing up. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like, once you get there, you have to do the thing, but it's like deciding to do the thing and getting yourself to that place is so much harder than actually for real. Doing it. For real. Yeah. And another thing I wanted to mention. So what you just said was actually another item on my list, oh, like nice. set aside a specific, specific time for a hobby, maybe do it with a friend that helps me more than anything else is having someone hold me accountable because I'm, and there's like a lot of people like that. Um, it's not like an uncommon thing, but just having someone else to hold me accountable and like to do it together, I think mm-hmm. helps. But I think kind of like treating your promises to yourself the same way, like looking at yourself as an entity that you respect and don't want to let down. Yeah. Um, which is something that is really difficult for me because I'm like, realistically, it's not going to have like an immediate impact. It's not going to immediately inconvenience me, 
but it is detracting me from this thing that I have promised to myself and this goal that I've made. Yeah. So it's like, it takes longer to break down, but it's still a similar letting someone down and it's you. Yeah. Yeah. But it's so difficult to look at it that way. Yes, I agree. And like, as I think both of us think of other people a lot more than ourselves, Mm -hmm. like not in like a, mm, I like think about it, like almost in like a bad way to the point where like, if I've told someone I'm going to do something, I will do that. I am very rarely late to things because Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm screwing someone over by like being late. I like always think about how the things I'm going to do are going to impact everybody else around me before I think about how it's going to impact myself, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I feel like with things like yoga, it's like, oh, well, it just affects me. So it doesn't matter. It's like, no, that's not that's not true. Like the things that you tell yourself you're going to do are very important to like keep it. Mm -hmm. And it's also like, it's fine to just be like, okay, I'm not going to do that today. Like let's make a realistic, I guess, goal for yourself. Like, you know, that you can actually meet and then be confident and proud of yourself that you met it. But at the same time, speaking from my personal experience, (laughs) not being mad at yourself or like doing really negative self-talk if something gets in the way. Of I think happening. we both have that issue Yeah. of like, it's like the two sides of the coin that I'm like really struggling with, like the balance yeah. between them. But I feel like it comes out in different ways for us. Like you're upset with yourself. I feel like I, I don't, I'm not really upset with myself. I'm just like, well now I ruined it. So I don't even want to keep trying. Mm. So you just like give up. It just feels like the train derailed and it's like, Okay, whatever. Yeah. I mean, I don't feel like that lately because I've missed a few days of yoga and I'm like, that's okay. I'll do it tomorrow. Yeah. But I, I just really like the visual in my head of like knowing that I've done something every day of a month. And yeah, it's, it's maybe a point of pride too. Cause I loved being able to be like, I've done yoga every day this year, but now yeah, that I is no longer true. That. Yeah, no. And it is a fun thing to say. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a great accomplishment and something to be proud yeah. of for sure. Well, that's what I was going to kind of say. Let me just talk about yoga one more time. Yeah. Sorry. It's literally I mean, it's a million times, but forefront of our with minds. The whole, like you, the reason we started talking about this, doing something with a friend. Yeah. It takes 21 days, I think, to form a habit. Mm-hmm. So like, how about just get a friend that you know you'll be able to do something with for a month and then you can kind of separate if you don't want to, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like for us doing yoga, we were consistent with it for a month. And now there are some days Brianna doesn't want to do it or like she doesn't have time or she's like done something else for the whole day and like isn't able to do it or whatever. But like I still get home and it's no longer a thing where I'm like, oh, well, Brianna, like I know she's going to just like I have to do it. I'm like, oh, I want to at this point. Like Mm -hmm. it's just second nature to come home and just do that. And so because I spent a month doing it with someone else to hold me accountable, now it's become a habit for me personally. And so now I just do it. And I want to do it and I look forward to doing it as part of my routine. And it's not something that's like extra, like added on that's like stressful or like annoying. It's like something that I know is going to make me feel good and it doesn't feel anything extra. It feels like that's just what I do. Like you eat dinner every day. I do yoga every day. That's just like kind of how it feels at this point. So (laughs) I just think that'd be helpful even for a month to do something with somebody else so that you can kind of build that habit. And then if you don't like, aren't able to do it with someone anymore you know you don't have to because like mm-hmm. we live together so it's convenient but like if you're like traveling somewhere to like go to the gym with some, you know it just like it's a little bit harder yeah to be consistent with it so yeah anyway I feel like it's also just the consistency of it makes it easier makes it like you know you're not gonna have to work that hard if that makes sense yeah or just knowing like seeing the progress you've made and how much stronger you feel it's like yeah. exciting to keep working on yeah. that like I feel the same way about my knitting I'm like excited to try new mm-hmm. stitches and like download a new pattern and learn yeah. a new sweater like yeah yeah and once you have like your base set of skills it's like it's like anything like it's muscle memory it just gets easier like yep. if you've never gone to the gym before the first time you go is going to be really scary it's probably going to be really stressful you might be really worried about it you're going to have questions about everything and then by the 20th time you've gone, you're kind of like, okay, I know this. I This is easy now. So then it's not as much of a mental hurdle to go every day. Yeah. And then it just becomes part of your routine. Yeah, totally. But yeah, starting is always the hardest part. Mm-hmm. So that being said, acknowledging that you're in a funk and acknowledging that you want to do something about it, that's the hardest part is like taking that step. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, the next thing, which is kind of the first thing that I have, 
which I feel like is very actionable, especially if you are like really just down and you like don't want to get out of bed or do anything, you know, is just writing a list of things that make you happy. Mm. And this could be on your notes app on your phone. Literally just open up a new note and just do like things that make me smile and just make a list of a bunch of random things. So for me, there's like a lot. There's like a lot of stupid things. But like, you know, like doing yoga or like reading a new book or going thrifting or going to a new coffee shop or going to a coffee shop that I know because that's not stressful. I know they have parking (laughs) and I know what's on their menu and I know what I'm going to (laughs) order. That's not stressful for me. Um, Going to the mall, walking around the mall, finding like a little walking trail to go walk around or bakery. Yeah, going to a little bakery or going, finding like a new recipe that you want to make, going to the store and getting the ingredients for a recipe. So anyway, list of things that make you happy. Um, Personally, for me, spending money makes me happy. So like even honestly going to like Trader Joe's and going grocery shopping, because that's like money that's like well spent, but it's also like fun to go shopping and spend money, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, Or even like watching like your comfort like youtubers or watching your comfort tv show or any type of craft so maybe you're a person that likes to like do coloring books or coloring pages or maybe you like to draw or maybe you like to watercolor or maybe what are some other crafts i don't even know do a puzzle you know anything write down a list of things that make you happy that way if you're ever like feeling like you don't want to do anything and you're just like oh i just don't i just want to sit here and do nothing just look at your list and like one of those things might sound exciting to you like do i always want to find a recipe and get all the stuff and make it no do i always want to go thrifting no but sometimes there's days where i'm like feeling like i'm just kind of sitting there like i feel like a blob and then i'm like <laughs> let me like think about the things i like to do and like one of them might sound appealing and so then at least you can like kind of just make yourself a little bit happier by just doing like one little thing even if it's just one thing yeah but yeah that would be one of the things i would say because i actually haven't even done that i need to do that but i think that'd be really helpful for like if you don't have anything to do especially if you live alone like when i i live with brianna so we have a stuff to do a lot of the time and just like hang out or go errands together or whatever but like if she's gone for the weekend or if i'm on like one of my breaks and she's gone or if i'm up in nova like at my mom's house for a week and like she'll be working or whatever I'll just like sometimes wake up and I'm like, what am I going to do with myself today? (laughs) And I just like start to kind of like, you know, get like lost in my thoughts and just like start to feel icky. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I feel like that would be really helpful for just like, let me do one thing today that I know will like boost Mm -hmm. my mood. Yeah. I feel like you're always really good at that from my perception. I feel like the weekends I'm gone, I see you and you're like going thrifting, going to Target, coming back, reading a whole book lighting candles yeah because of this because i have to oh and you always like make a fun recipe or like bake something yeah yeah because honestly baking and cooking is something i really like to do by myself Mm. and so i feel like when you're gone it's just like easier (laughs) to just like do it by myself yeah i'll also talk about that in another point but okay all right you go that makes sense i only have one other thing to add but and this is really specific. All of my things are kind of related to hobbies because I feel like one of the best ways to get out of a quote-unquote funk or whatever is to just like devote yourself to something outside of yourself. Yeah. And so I guess one other tip I have about that is spend money on that thing and that will likely motivate you to do it. Like I bought so much yarn for that sweater and I was like, I just... I'm not going to let that yarn go to waste. It was, it was expensive yarn. And that was like the same thing that happened with the half marathon. If I hadn't signed up for that half marathon, there's no way I would have been running that much. Yeah. And there's no way I would have found an actual love for running. Mm-hmm. But I knew that I spent like $90 on that yeah. entrance fee or whatever. So I don't know. Those are like really simple examples. But I feel like whatever it is that makes you happy or that you want to devote more energy to put the put your money where your mouth is and then you might see results because in your head you're like oh I like can't justify doing something else if I mm-hmm. have spent money on this I don't know yeah. on the flip side like if you enjoy getting coffees right like go spend five dollars on a coffee like I yeah. think it's so stupid that people are like oh your Starbucks latte is the reason you can't buy a house Babe, I could buy a $5 latte every day and that's $1,500. Is that a down payment in a year? No. So shut up. Like, <laughs> no. 
And if it makes you happy, you're going to be more motivated to do other things that are good for your health and good for your financial stability and like all this stuff. Like if you enjoy doing that, go do it. If you think that going to a farmer's market and getting a little croissant in the morning would bring you some joy, go do it. Like Mm -hmm. it's five bucks. Like literally who cares? Like (laughs) that is honestly in the grand scheme of things, like it's such an insignificant amount of money. And I know like everything compounds, whatever. I'm not talking about that right now. I'm talking about if you're not feeling happy and you know that would make you happy, like don't feel bad about doing it just mm. because some boomer is trying to tell you that that's the <laughs> reason that you can't afford a house because screw them. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, another thing that I was going to talk about is cleaning mm. because I think that my room is like truly like a reflection of my mental space. And so... If you are feeling overwhelmed or like you have a room that's like a little bit messy or even if it's just like dusty, you know, even if it's not like dirty, like you don't have stuff everywhere, but it might just be like dusty. Mm -hmm. I think it helps so much to clean your room in your bathroom because it doesn't take that long. Like it'll take like maybe 30 minutes and then you just like afterwards, like I always just feel refreshed. Like I love just like throwing on a podcast and like getting all my little cleaning supplies and like just making my space feel good like Mm. because I deserve to have a clean inviting environment like I deserve to live in a comfortable space and so do you so like do that for yourself like think Mm. of it as like you're doing it for yourself like because you probably I think will feel more comfortable in a place that's like clean and like light a candle maybe it like smells better you know I think that everyone deserves that. She's saying your room is stinky. Yeah. So everyone deserves that. You deserve that. So do that for yourself to make yourself feel better. Um, Also, just getting little things done like that, like releases dopamine and serotonin stuff and like makes you feel good. Like You're making me want to go do that right now. Yeah. As I'm editing this right now, I just wanted to note that Lindsay's speech about this did in fact motivate me to go clean my room that has felt dirty and gross for weeks and same with my bathroom so shout out to her and it did make me feel better it did it did make me feel better so unfortunately she's right like doing the task of like washing your sheets for example I freaking hate doing that but when you do that you're like oh yeah I deserve to sleep in a clean bed like mm-hmm. because you know yeah like don't let yourself get to like like the low standards like no you deserve the highest standard of cleanliness and like comfort and all that stuff so provide it for yourself because normally it doesn't take that long and if that feels overwhelming set a five minute timer and just do five minutes worth of stuff and then watch an episode of something and then do five more minutes because more often than not you will just want to keep going Mm. it's like anything starting it is the hardest part but if it is like a freaking pigsty in there that's fine do five (laughs) minutes at a time you know the first thing you gotta do throw the trash away Just make a list of tasks to do. That helps me if my room's like very messy or if I have a lot of stuff I want to do. Like making a really long list of like every little tiny thing that I need to do Mm. and then crossing it off because the crossing it off is very satisfying and very fun and you feel good about yourself. And then instead of one task of clean your room, you've accomplished 20 tasks. You've made your bed. You've washed your sheets. You (laughs) vacuumed the floor. You dusted your counters. You organized your books. You put your clothes away. You went through and donated your clothes. Like you did all these different things. And it's not just like one task of cleaning your room. It's like you did every single thing because you deserve that for mm-hmm. yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking of adding that to my list, but I didn't know how to put it eloquently. So I'm glad that you did. Oh. I didn't want to just be like, clean your room. Yeah. Because <laughs> it sounds really like, I don't know. It, it sounds like that might not work for everyone. But I think yeah. the way you put it was really good. Like, just make the space inviting for you. what that looks like for you and I feel like often more often than not if it's clean that is yeah (laughs) yeah I feel like that's what slips first too if I'm Mm. like having a busy week or if I'm like really stressed overwhelmed at work or whatever's going on in my life or if I've like just gone on a trip and I've just gotten back and I'm like really exhausted you know that's Mm -hmm. like the first thing to slip yeah like I'm gonna get I'm gonna eat my meals still you know I'm gonna still go to work but I might not take the extra few minutes to clean my room and like put my clothes in the hamper at the end of the day. I might just like throw them on the ground mm-hmm. or like, you know, fold my clothes that. and put them back in my drawer, you know? Yeah. So like that's the first to go. But then as soon as I clean my room, I'm just more likely to keep it that way. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to be better about that too. And I feel like I have been more recently. Um, but yeah, 
Um, okay, the next thing I have on my list is notice the things that make you feel good and do them. So, for example, in yoga, the yoga with Adrian, she always is like, like, notice how you feel right now. And it'll normally be after we've done like a really hard like flow. We'll just be like in mountain pose standing. And she's like, notice how you feel right now. Like, notice your breath. And it's just like, I always feel like such a release at that time where I'm just like, I feel so good. Like, mm. first of all, I've showed up for myself. I've made this promise to myself that I'm going to do yoga and now I'm doing it. So that feels good. Moving my body in general feels very good. Like I feel proud of myself for like, first of all, being able to like do these yoga poses and stuff and for like putting the time into working on myself in this way, like because yoga is such like a body thing, but also such a mind thing. Like Mm. I'm proud of myself for making progress in that. And like just in general, just moving your body like that feels good. So it's like, I know that's going to make me feel good. So like I would put that on my little list and be like, okay, I'm feeling bad. What can I do to feel good? Do yoga or meditate. Meditating is very hard, but I think it's very important and I need to do it more and I'm really bad at it. But (laughs) I think that's another really good place to start because you don't even need to do any of the poses or any of the like flexibility and contorting your body. You just freaking sit there or lay there, lay in your bed, turn on a meditation and just do, it's literally just breathing for like five minutes. Yeah. And you will find that it's very hard to just like let your mind be empty. Yeah. At least I find it hard. <laughs> but yeah. So notice the things that make you feel good. Write them down and then actually make a point to like do them, particularly when you feel bad or just try to incorporate them into your daily routine in ways that are like logical mm-hmm. and like streamlined almost. Yeah. Do you have anything to add to that? Um... No, yeah, just that I really do believe meditation works. Yeah. And I don't do it a lot, but I believe that it works. Yeah. yeah. Um, The next thing on my list was it takes 21 days to get a habit, and then it will feel like second nature, which we've kind of already talked about, so I'm not going to talk about that anymore, but that's that. Um, Mm -hmm. Okay. I have two things, two more main things I want to talk about. Okay. At this moment, I want everyone to think about yourself. And think about when you feel like recharged and rejuvenated. Is it like after you've spent time with yourself doing little things for yourself that you like? Or is it after you've like hung out with a person or like been in a group of people and you just like really enjoy that time with people and then you feel like energized and excited? And that is, I'm, I'm pretty sure, how you can determine if you're an introvert or an extrovert. And I feel like that is a very important thing to know about yourself and to also like use within your your daily life like I honestly think I'm an introvert at this point where I go to work and I'm like drained and so I get home and I like need to be by myself like and if I lived by myself maybe I would feel differently but like right now I just feel like I need a lot of alone time to like be with myself and I like enjoy spending time by myself And so I feel like I get energy from that. Or like if I've been with people for like a few hours, I'm like, okay, I'm like done. I can't, I need to not be talking to anyone anymore. I need to go home and be alone. Um, So that I feel like is really helpful for me to know because I can honestly just like cut myself some slack. Mm. Like if I've been with people for a long time, I can be like, it makes sense that I'm feeling exhausted, that I'm feeling tired because I haven't had my alone time to like recharge. Or if I've been like, by myself for like too long, I can be like, okay, I'm, I'm good. Like now I need to like see people and like hang out with people so I can deplete my battery. And I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's almost like a good thing. Like seeing people, I don't know, obviously it's like good to see people, but like, I just feel like in my life, that's like been really helpful for me to know and to cut myself some slack if I am feeling exhausted or overwhelmed, particularly when I'm like traveling with like mm. other people. And it's like, I've been with the same people for like a week at a time. And it's just like, I'm like, why am I so tired? Yeah. Well, because that's not how I like recharge anymore. And so making time for yourself by yourself, if that's what you need, or making sure you schedule time to see other people, if that's what you need, like, mm. and just knowing that about yourself and using that to your advantage when it comes to like making yourself feel better. Yeah. I feel like that's very important. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. All right. The last thing I want to talk about is like the three things that you need to make sure you are pouring into every day, mind, soul, and body. And so I just want to like talk a little bit about all of them 
but like we don't have to go too in depth but I just heard someone talk about this like either on TikTok or YouTube or something and I thought it was very interesting because it was like if you're doing something for your mind for your body and your soul every single day like you will start to feel better and it can be really small things but like for your mind like reading a book or reading an article on something or like listening to a podcast or doing the crossword or doing a puzzle or like any type of word game or like literally anything that will like stretch your honestly going to work like (laughs) that will like strengthen your mind and make you smarter or make you feel better or learn something new like I think that is very important to do every single day because like as humans like we we are curious like that is how we are born we're born to be curious and we're born to learn new things and so I feel like especially post-college if we kind of like start to be stagnant in our education and our learning you just start to get so bored and so documentaries podcasts books like are all great ways to learn new things even if it's reading like fiction, I think there's so many lessons, important lessons you can learn from reading fiction. Mm-hmm. And it's not, I'm not saying like, go read a book about like starfish to learn about, like, I don't care. It could be like a documentary or a podcast or a book or whatever. It doesn't matter. But just like learning something new, I think is very important. So do something for your mind every day. Do something for your soul. And this can be like anything that makes you happy. So I think it could be the same as the thing you do for your mind. Like if that thing makes you happy, then that could also be for your soul. Or it could just be like drinking a coffee or it could be having a really good meal or it could be all the, all the examples I'm thinking of are food. <laughs> you know, like playing a video game or like watching a TV show that you like or watching a movie that you like or whatever. Um, I feel like that's very important too. So doing something that for your mind, doing something for your soul and then something for your body. And that is like so broad. It could be going on a walk, running, lifting, Pilates, yoga, stretching, whatever. It doesn't matter. But some type of movement to make your body like feel better. And if you do a lot of walking like at work or whatever, like that could also count. But I just feel like that's like three things to keep in mind. Like if you're starting to feel like icky or like just like weird, think about if you've done something to support your mind, body, and soul like in the past couple days. And you might notice like, oh, I haven't really moved my body at all. Like maybe that's why I feel weird. Or you're like, well, I've been running a lot, but like I haven't done anything to like stretch my mind or I haven't learned anything new recently. Like maybe that's what I need to focus on and pour into. Um, But just like those three things, I just feel like are very important, like trio to like consider when you're noticing how you feel. And if you maybe like need to add something into your life to make yourself feel different. Hmm. That was my last main thing. The last thing I want to end with is just saying your whole life is made up of like everything you do every day. So you're not only going to remember the vacations you went on or like the crazy things that you did that were like so memorable. Your life is the day to day. So like what you have for for your meals every day, who you see, who you hang out with. It's not just the big life-changing moments. Like your life is made up of the small things that you do every day. So that's why I just think it's like so important and a good reminder to like do things every single day that will make you feel good, even if it's little things. Cause like those little things will stack up and that is your life. Mm -hmm. Like your life is the things you do every single day. Mm -hmm. So I just think that's an important reminder to keep in mind. Yeah. Okay. Well said. Wow. Sorry. I literally just talked by myself for like 40 minutes. That's okay. I only had a few points to add. Do you have anything else now that I've... No. No. I like everything that you said. Do you have closing remarks about getting out of a funk? I think more than anything, just be gentle with yourself. Yeah. Agree. There's a lot of like, try harder, do better. No. (laughs) Yeah. No. Try softer. I'm yeah. stealing that from an author that I really like who wrote a book called Try Softer. But no, like be gentle with yourself and do all of these things that will make you feel better, but don't do it for anyone else's satisfaction or to prove anything to anyone. Like do yeah. it because it will serve you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And be gentle. Like we're just so hard on ourselves for feeling this way and for not meeting our own standards for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And that's so silly. Like, we're already perfectly good as we Mm -hmm. are. And Mm -hmm. there's a lot of voices telling you otherwise, but that is not true. Yeah. You are exactly who you are supposed to be. Also, like, just right now. Focus on right now. Right this Mm -hmm. moment. Mm -hmm. Who cares about what happened in the past or what's going to happen? Just focus on right now. Lindsay doesn't. Exactly. So (laughs) think about what will make you happy right now and do it. Yeah. 
that's like such weird, potentially horrible advice, but it could be very woo woo. Sorry about that. No, but like, (laughs) it's true though. Yeah. Sometimes. But I feel like most of the things that we're thinking about that make us happy are like getting a coffee. Yeah, it's not like it's not like life altering. Like, not like hard drugs. Yeah, or, you know. Yeah, if you struggle with addiction, please don't like and none of this advice. Your po- listen to a different podcast. Yeah, yeah. Go to AA or yeah. NA, whatever it is. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways. Um, thank you for listening to this episode. I feel like it was a little bit like sporadic and like jumped Mm -hmm. around a bit but i also feel like kind of maybe it made a little bit of sense yeah so hopefully you gained one thing that's how i feel as a teacher personally i'm like if one of my students learned one thing this year then i have succeeded and i have done my job like whatever like if one person has if one person gained one thing from this episode (laughs) that'll be that'll be awesome (laughs) yeah so thank you so much for listening um as always please follow us on instagram at gone with the windies and if you have um episode suggestions please comment on our instagram or <laughs> send us an email at gone with the windies at gmail.com because we literally spent like 30 minutes today trying to figure out what we wanted to write an episode or sorry do our episode about and finally like stumbled on this but we really need some ideas for episodes So let us know on Instagram because we spent like 30 minutes today trying to decide what to talk about. So if you have anything that you'd like to hear us talk about, please let us know. We are more than happy to take suggestions because we are running out of ideas. So let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Um, And leave us a review and a rating on the Apple Podcast app. And I hope you're happily gone gone with the Windies. windies.